Hello everyone, <coughs> Jerhoy here with this week's edition of Hopping the Ball. You're most welcome to this Christmas edition. Uh, as usual, we have a whole heap of sport to look at. Uh, this week we are again joined by Johnny Healy and Pat Hickey. And we welcome back Willie McInerney, who took a bit of a sabbatical there the last week due to work commitments, uh, etc. Before we start, folks, again I'd like to remind people that we have <coughs> the beautiful Scarlet Bay Community Radio Calendar 2022 for sale in all parts of, uh, of East Clare from either volunteers or from the shops here in Scarif. Uh, Scarif Bay, as you know, is on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM. So the calendar there is one of our main um, fundraisers during the year, five each. So if you want to stock up there and to give them out as uh, stocking fillers for the, for the Christmas to be great, and they're available from all our volunteers. So Scarif Bay Community Radio Calendar 2022. Also, I want to congratulate Scarlet Bay Radio on being awarded an award by uh, Clare County Council that uh, Marie McNamara and Jim Collins picked up during the week from Pat Hayes and Joe Cooney. Uh, Well-merited uh, award, uh, recognising the work that Scarlet Bay Community Radio does for the whole of East Clare. So, lads, this week we have uh, uh, sport uh, for a change. Uh, we're here to discuss uh, the ongoing frenzy in Formula One, rugby, boxing, soccer and the GA. So that's um, the last time we were speaking, we had two rounds of the Formula One left, uh, both uh, races deemed to be essential races. So Formula One season is over, and who has come out on top? Go on, Pest, take it away. <laughs> well, Ger, as, as myself and Johnny had predicted um, for a long time in the year, first strap ended up with the title. So, Willie, round of applause for the two boys here straight away. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and we'll put that in inverted commas because just, uh, just about you not as emphatic as we thought so we have to say fair play to Hamilton he fought like a real champion he won the last three Grand Prix prior to Abu Dhabi for the final Grand Prix uh, the second one the second last was in Saudi Arabia he won that that was his third win in the row like I had hoped that, uh, that he'd win it won the fastest lap and went into the final Verstappen was second in that one and went into the final race is what we wanted level on points for the first time ever yeah. uh, the last time I think Damon Hill and Shoemaker in 94 they weren't level on points but they, 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 each, each of them could have won a Grand Prix so the actual Saudi Arabian Grand Prix um, Johnny as we say Hamilton won it but you might want to comment on a few bits on that one and leave that one to you well I found Verstappen led a lot of it and it was just towards the last couple of laps that Hamilton for some, unknown, for some unknown reason whether he was biding his time with the car that he had or what I don't know but he just seemed to I thought it was a kind of uh, one pulled up behind the other like and one breaks and the other went into the back of the other but having said all that I thought Hamilton's car was far superior in that race yeah. and it has been for the two races prior to that as well now we do know that there was a change of engine and we also know that he was penalised for that you can have three in the season and anything after that then there's penalties I convinced myself and so an awful lot of people to follow the sport is that um, whatever they did to the engine anyway they improved it immensely because I mean he was gaining a second a lap on all of the cars in, in, in practice which is phenomenal like you know in, in Formula 1 I said this before um, he left for Spatton for dead for the last couple of, you know for the last seven or eight laps uh, in that Grand Prix and I like Pat was hoping hoping and hoping that you know that would come down I still was hoping that Verstappen would win it I thought that he'd need Hamilton to spin out or something like that because I, I, I thought all year Verstappen had a care equal but not superior to Hamilton's that wasn't the case in the last three or four races but the last day 
uh, I just don't know there were so many shenanigans going on and whatever have you I just don't know what the hell happened that he, that Hamilton couldn't get back in even though there was only a lap if he had that car that was that much faster I just don't know Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, hard, it's hard to explain very hard to explain yeah well I, I think um, just a, a little bit of controversy here now I, I think you, you're, you're backpedalling here because you told me earlier on dear that Verstappen had had the top car and that's what you were basing everything on and, and then if we just talk about last Sunday's, um, I think Hamilton won that race, but it was like as if somebody didn't want him to win it. You yeah. know, he was nine seconds ahead, and for me, looking at that, uh, the way I describe it is if it was Manchester City and Liverpool, either one of them could win the Premier League at the end of the year, and Liverpool are four nil up. Just two minutes left in the game and the referee says next goal win and City score. That's the way I think the Grand Prix went anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole build up to the week final was fantastic. There was insults thrown, there was drivers giving their opinion, other drivers, even retired drivers. So I enjoyed the build up to it, never mind the actual race itself. Yeah. A lot of former former drivers were of the opinion because Verstappen had more Grand Prix won all he had to do was make sure Hamilton if he went off the track if he, both went off the track he yep. was, he'd be awarded the title and they felt he was a more aggressive driver taking chances in that than Hamilton that said uh, in, uh, coming into the race some former people pl- 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 drivers thought as well Jared, that Hamilton would be in danger of being knocked out the track by Verstappen because of that. Yeah. He was afraid because Hamilton won the, other, the yes. last three Grand Prix. But anyhow, it couldn't have been set up better, Jared. In, in Verstappen started in pole, and yeah. Hamilton beside him on the front front row, right? And Jesus, uh, he got off to a great start, Hamilton. He, he got him at the first call. Yeah, that's the so he, he shot into the lead, right? And the next thing, he, the next thing, by a tornado, Hamilton. Or sorry, there was a controversy. Hamilton goes off the track earlier, one of the first few laps. Verstappen makes a move up the inside at Torton Seeks, and then Hamilton rejoins the race on the track. On the fr- track. On the, yeah, and is in front of Verstappen, who's fuming yeah. that Hamilton is now in front so after coming back onto the track. Stewart's say there's nothing to account for here. Yeah. So Hamilton powers away into the lead and increases his lead for the further, uh, further as each for as each lap goes on. Now, by left 14, Ger- Hamilton is controlling the race at this stage, yep. and he looks odds on to win it. Verstappen pits, changes into hard tyres, and Hamilton, of course, increases his lead. But the next thing, anyway, uh, Verstappen, out with the hard tyres, he forces, he forces, Hamilton's forced to stop on the next lap after Verstappen rejoins the race because he had to change tyres. Yeah. So obviously that meant that mm. Hamilton was losing time Verstappen had the chance to ease into his into, ease into his time at this stage, but Sergio Perez at this stage, Johnny had hit the front. That's right, yeah. Is he and a teammate of? He's a teammate for Verstappen, yeah. and his job was to keep Hamilton at bay at bay for Stays as long as he could. And in fairness, as a number two, he done a great job. He, he did, did, yeah, yeah, yeah he had a great drive, yeah, yeah. But <coughs> having said that, Ger, with per- when Hamilton rejoined the race, he made short work of cutting into Perez's 10 second lead and he caught him so Red Bull pitted and the next thing anyway um, lap, at lap 24 it says the title swings back in Hamilton's favour 
he built a gap over Verstappen by le- by ne- lap 32 he was 4 seconds in front of him everything at this stage one day Johnny yeah, was it wasn't heavy yeah at that stage of Verstappen, he needed a miracle because he was not going he to win actually, the He actually, uh, I think with six laps out, he actually, um, he could be heard over his microphone saying, we need a miracle. Mm. Well, uh, even before that, Willie, at lap 36, the virtual safety car was required. There was a crash between two other drivers. Yeah. Johnny. yeah. I think, t- I think, <coughs> and Hamilton, Hamilton, Verstappen comes into the pits for an, another set of tyres on lap 36, Ger. Correct, right? yeah. And the next thing, uh, by lap 39 the gap is coming down Yeah, yeah. between Verstappen and Hamilton. Hamilton and with five laps to go Hamilton is still in front with 10 seconds despite tyres that are almost bald at that stage wasn't it Johnny? Yeah. yeah Jesus the next thing there was a crash the Williams crash uh, the driver was Nicholas Laffey he turns the race on its head the safety car deployed again and Verstappen dives into the pits for another set of tyres. Correct, so this, yeah. is, this is yet another piss stop for Verstappen. Verstappen, yes, yeah. Jeez, the 56 the race director intervenes, Johnny, <laughs> makes a name for himself. He said, lap cars will not be allowed unlapped themselves. Great news for Hamilton. It means Verstappen will need to get past five cars to get on to Hamilton's tail. Tail, yeah. yeah. With the restart in With the restart, in mind. yeah. Which yeah. is... The next thing it says here, the field remained behind the safety as they start the penultimate lap, but then the scenario suddenly swings back in Verstappen's favour as five cars between him and Hamilton are ordered to overtake the safety car, which is coming up at the end of the lap. Yeah. So this is another input from the Stuart. Yeah. So the Dutchman was on Hamilton's gearbox with one lap to go, and he passes him out, mm-hmm. as Johnny has super described, move, yeah. super move, super and wins the title. And in fairness, even in that... Uh, and Hamilton, as we say, nearly on ball tires, he almost got him back yeah. instantly he did, afterwards. Yeah. Well, he he did, uh, it was a great effort. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And I actually felt sorry for, for, for Hamilton after the race. Yeah. I did, Ger. First step, it was a static, obviously, win his first title. Yeah. But I felt Hamilton was cheated out of it. Yeah. Mm. I, and I'd I, felt as well, Johnny, you know what you think? Uh, I thought the Stuarts had too much of a role this year. Um, well, they're certainly the going to say that uh, I thought he was an off, just an awful booboo, like you know, and what they did. I, I think and the it, director at the moment isn't he? He's fighting for his. It's the director it's of Stewart's. They're, they're talking about getting rid of him. That's yeah. what I was reading during the week uh, there. Anyway, you probably, w- probably won't hear of him again. But the other side of it is, like any appeal that Hamilton had to him, he's exhausted. Is it's it? a sim- yeah. yeah. No, well, was, well, I'm glad. That was, to, that was up to yesterday. But I do feel for him. Like, rules are rules. Yeah. That same Stuart, to the best of my knowledge, there was a bit of controversy earlier in the year with him as well on, a, on, a, on one of the Grand Prix. I can't remember what I was now. But it was the exact same, something similar. And his rule was law, you know. So you, you couldn't yeah. overtake. You couldn't overtake the safety car or anyone that came up behind those cars. You were where you were. You, sh- you had to stand there. Yeah. 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 And all of a sudden he changed. The, uh, well, yeah. they were allowed, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and it brought the uh, conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. out then because I was reading during the week, you know, where people were saying it was, it was kind of like the WWE, you win it this year and I'll win it next yeah, year. And yeah. they were thinking that people deliberately did this to make it more exciting, to bring people back yeah, to yeah. the... No, yeah. they couldn't have made it more exciting yeah. than the year that was in it. Yeah, exactly. I, a fella like me just looked in and out of it. Yeah. But this year, I, I've watched a lot more of it, you know, it was very but, exciting stuff. But as we said all year, like, it's, it's you know, it was what Formula One needed yeah. better. Yeah. Absolutely. was was, was t- uh, very competitive this year. The amount of guys, that are, even my own lads at home, the amount of guys that have gone back watching Formula 1 is unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. 
and the controversy won't do him any harm because people who didn't even watch it now yeah. will be asking, you know, what happened yeah. and what was it about? Mm. And 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 like anything like that that, you, mm. that brings uh, people's attention mm. to it, it yeah. it's never going to do him any harm, is it? You're right. Well, the other thing about it is, and we still don't know all the ins and outs of what went on with that safety care, and I'm still trying to find out, and there's so much, so much red tape to find out what is allowed, what isn't allowed, whatever. Yes. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And an awful lot of people will be like ourselves, just for, their, for, for themselves, they'll be dying to find out what what are the rules, what is allowed, what isn't allowed. Yeah. Do you know, I always thought I knew an awful lot about, you know, positioning and this, that and the other. I knew nothing after that last, after that last yeah. uh, Formula One race. Yeah. And you to, know? Be, to be fair, to indices, though, Johnny, I was looking at it detail in detail, well, I saw it in the paper during the week. Mercedes Jair won, has now won seven of the last two aces races in Abu Dhabi that's another, you know to put yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah and also for strapping himself as 18 podium finishes out of the 22 races which is mm. incredible consistency yeah. Yeah. the highest ever actually for a driver in the history of Formula 1 no he didn't win them all obviously yeah, yeah, yeah but still that's right. all you can ask for and your, the other thing before we leave the Grand Prix last Sunday marked the retirement of one of the great drivers Kimi Rackerton from Kimi Rackerton yeah right? Mm. He was driving for Alfa Romero, Jordan, and unfortunately he, he crashed out of the race. But it was his final race at, at 42 years of age. He made his debut in 2001. And Ger, he was 19 seasons in Formula 1. Now he pulled out at one stage and came back into it. I think he's 349 races. But anyway, the story is to tell you, he won the world title in 2007, driving for Ferrari at the time. He was known as the Iceman. Yeah. One of the races he was winning... He, he, he's, he's one of his crew kept interfering telling him you've do this do that and he said just leave me alone I know what I'm doing over the radio to the bosses as he was heading to victory in, in yeah. Abu Dhabi of all places driving for Lotus in 2012 and he, he became famous for that saying he followed him around for years <laughs> so Alfa Romero marked his final race and all you see in the car and the television and that they wrote at the side of it, Dear Kimmy, we'll leave you alone now. Side of his car. <laughs> great, great story. Yeah, great story. Like, well done, pal. Like, when you look at him still finishing the race at 42, for mm-hmm. Strapping is only 24. So, yeah, so, and he yeah. says he wants to spend the rest of his life with Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. that's right. No, I, I think I was reading there that. Uh, yeah, Verstappen said that if he had lost that uh, title uh, race to Hamilton, that uh, he'd have been very upset, uh, but Lewis would have deserved it. But he was delighted for himself because it's his first, mm-hmm. and he said Lewis yeah. is seven of them already. So yeah. 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 And yeah. Jerry, next year will be interesting. This Russell fellow is joining Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He's a good, good, a good, very good, isn't he, John? Yeah, he is, and he was leading one of the Grand Prix. He was, and Hamilton was behind him. I said this already, and it was wet, and they looked for Russell to go in. Yeah. And he wouldn't go in. No. Hamilton, they requested him to go in, and he said, look, he says, I've rustled in my sights, he said. So they looked for him to go in again. So he did go in, and he changed his tyres, and he passed Russell in the last few laps and beat him. Yeah. Now, Russell, yeah, to this day, for the rest of his days, you know, it's lovely to see where he's going now, but for that Grand Prix, if he had gone in when he was asked to go yeah, in, he could it. very well have won the... No. And Bottas is going as a team, into a team leader now. Yeah, uh, I, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm only hoping right. though, that he'll yeah. have a good car because Bottas yeah. is an exceptionally yeah. good driver. And then, of course, the Chinese driver is making oh, the season, so we'll Can you pronounce his name? Because I can't. No, I can't either, but we'll get familiar with him next year, hopefully. So, Gerald, a great season for Formula One overall, isn't it, Willie? Fantastic. Roll on next year. Absolutely two more races next year starting in March again as I said Higgs have brought back an awful lot of people an awful lot of viewers to the sport 
And again, lads, thanks for that forensic analysis of the yeah. last two races. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Okay, guys, we'll move on. So um, I think we take uh, Ruby next. And I think like last weekend that the, uh, the Munster team have been decimated, hadn't uh, lads back from South Africa, Carl in a whole heap of in junior infants into, into the squad. And, uh, and what a game they had against Wasps. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, especially uh, Buckley, wasn't it? He ended up getting men of the match. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And... You know, I, I think Donico Callahan couldn't stop mentioning uh, the Innes boys, you know, which was brilliant. And uh, for even the likes of me, okay, I, I, I follow Munster and Ireland, stuff like that. But Donico Callahan was at pains to point out that, uh, you know, they've sent people out to these areas and that they're reaping the rewards now that it's not usually a stronghold. So fair play to the three lads and I, as I say I thought Buckley was fantastic. Uh, it's fantastic <coughs> for Ines Rugby. Yeah. A, a fair reflection of the work that's done there over the years and obviously the three boys like they came on as subs and they all acquitted themselves very well which is fantastic. Now Ger, the only thing I will say uh, Munster wasn't as depleted as they tried to hand. They had seven full international that were part of the Irish set up in October and there are two more who wouldn't be any yeah. slouches Dave Kilcoyne and yeah. and, and, and um, Farrell it was in the forwards they were yeah. they were they were depleted but yeah. they had look at Peter O'Mahony and yeah. had, you know he led him and mm. he was very I think he'd done a great job during he the week did, yeah. with him the younger lads despite <coughs> the fact he got into he got into a spot of bother didn't he, he over did, some yeah. video um, in the club, the club seat apologised for it, which wasn't yeah. ideal build up for him, which is most like him. Yeah. But anyway, Jer, they won it. Yeah, they won the match 35-14. But Wasps were missing a pile of players as well, and they lost mm. more the morning in the match. Yeah. But Jesus, no one would have thought Munster would go and get the bonus point over than the Wasps. No, but um, you're you're right there, Pat. In Wasps, I I actually was speaking to my son afterwards yeah. about it. You know. And they were fairly depleted. Anyway. And I was actually shocked with the coverage because sometimes I often think that the sky coverage is a bit unfair on yeah. Munster. But they were at pains to point out what Munster were missing. Yeah. But Wasps were yeah, actually doing... They, they were doing their line-out in the tunnel. You know, they were doing their line-out calls yeah. in the tunnel. Mm. Uh, uh, certain, that's not a great way. And, and actually, in their line-out, they were absolutely brutal. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. So just shows you how unprepared they were really. Yeah. But they've ten games in a row yeah. lost beyond in England. Yeah. yeah. You know they, they they came in under they came in missing missing all the a lot of players. The twenty two players. Yeah. Twenty two players. Twenty two players. Yeah. That's savage. Like. Savage. But like the only thing is, Jer, there's some of these guys in Munster. They perform very well, but they'd never have got a chance if they were at full strength. Sure, they wouldn't. No. no. I think that's the beauty of this actual game, Pat, yeah. that they got the chance, and you know they they have got a taste of it because mm. we were even saying here like that when uh, the Enos boys joined the academy that they may only get a year yeah, there so yeah. they yeah. bounce back Correct, yeah. but uh, mm. I suppose the other side of it is that the most of the players brought on are all playing the AIA league anyway you know yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be recognised for, for that as well but a great, no, a great, a great story for mm. Munster yeah. and, and sure Gerald has predicted enough Linster made short work of bet who the, obviously the Munster coach is about to join in next June and conducted a fantastic win against Ted I'm delighted for Connacht again Neither as I said we said here several nights if we get Connacht the consistency if they could improve in that but you, Johnny tonight on last show we were giving them praise for winning their match and they, and they came up and placed Linster and, and they were walloped that's right yeah. but that, again as yeah, I said that's, that's the consistency, consistency. Yeah. 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 as I said they should have won yeah, in Tom yeah, Park yeah. tonight you know and you yeah. 
Ulster had a good win over Claremont. Yeah. Mm. You know, so it's a good weekend for the provinces. Mm. Oh, really fantastic. It was a good will of build up for Ulster as well because Ulster had beaten Leinster yeah, the week before. Do you know? They're, they're a formidable yeah. side yeah. too, aren't they, yeah. Ulster, yeah. to be fair? Yeah. But Jerry, into this weekend, uh, a bit of controversy over the way Leinster, uh, Montpellier were awarded the match. Leinster were savage over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were prepared to put out a team and, and they were totally a different team today. And, uh, and they became as declared a 28 0 victory. Do we, do we know why the, why the authorities. Well, I don't know whether there's a deadline or what the story is, but it came out yesterday that Leinster weren't. Uh, the game was decided a walkover and Leinster weren't happy with it. That's all I know. But as I said, Pat, before we come in here, I can't for the life of me understand why, when we had the first bout of COVID, that they didn't, they didn't sit down and change the, change the rule in relation to this, to these crazy scorelines at 28 or 26 or 24 nil or whatever it was, to, you know, to the home team. Like as Pat said, if Leinster were sending out a team, whatever Saturday team they were sending out, they were sending out a team to compete. Now, whether COVID, whether COVID has taken over, that they're not allowed, they're not allowed out of the country, I just don't know. I just, but I find it, I, I find it grossly unfair on Leinster. I do too. Grossly. Yeah. You know. Well, well, if they're, if Leinster are aggrieved by it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't understand the rules either, yeah. because, I mean... Yeah, they'd have accepted them if there were rules. Like yeah, mm. so it, it wasn't laid out in black and white for yeah. them, and I had imagined that you have these guys isolating who has COVID, mm. but you're not affecting that. the rest of them, mm. otherwise your whole training is closed down, which wasn't the case. No. And so, I, I think Leinster were prepared to put out a team, yeah. and, to be honest, like... You're talking about Munster. It wouldn't be the same in Leinster. They'll, they'd still put out a second good team. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's hard, I, I, it's hard to to know what went on there. I just can't get my head around it anyway. Did it? No, I'm, uh, but it's yeah. a dangerous priest to enter those teams. Mm. Yes, a fair point. Moving into this very difficult COVID time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't know. Yeah. Just bet on Munster. Then we have a change of manager coming up. Yeah. Coach. Yeah. Coach is leaving in June. A couple of months ago, he was on the verge of signing a new contract. So it is intriguing what's happened subsequently. But firstly, the first announcement that came out was that Stephen Larkham is leaving. He's going back home. Yes. He was the main coach there. That was, that was the start of it. Yeah, that was the start of it. Then it has emerged <coughs> that there are two big signings, the Australian, uh, the Lenny and, and the South African, RJ, who's out with a cruciate. They are not it's renewed their contracts either. Mm. Yeah, I, d- I, I thought he would... Have been looked after, yeah, you know, yeah. having the way I, I was. Uh, we actually on another podcast. I said it because yeah. it was like the monster way. Monster, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the monster yeah. way. But, you see, but something there has gone. Yeah. M- my point, kind of, on that night, I think, if I can recall correctly, Willie was to at the end of the day, it's a business, and they're paying in big mm-hmm. books. Yeah. You did, yeah. And he's not playing he wasn't games. on the field because he obviously he couldn't. Yeah. So basically, he's played. I think about twelve minutes, bits and pieces mm-hmm. of matches here. Five minutes of his five or six minutes of the first year. His two-year yeah. contract is up, so, so he's probably on savage money. Yeah, you know, and but not like performing, not performing. Yeah, so Jerry, ever his since, own fault. yeah, in the last ten years, like the coaches and monster, Jerry, for some reason or other, it comes to a sudden end that they go, they're gone, just yeah. gone like yeah. that, and like he's going over to bed. So that didn't happen overnight. Exactly, that's no. the point I'm making. Like he, uh, two months ago, oh yeah, he's on the first signing two new, new two, two year, year contract. Mm-hmm. He'll be here five years, admittedly. Now, in the five years, Willie, what he's done, he brought him to two Heineken Cups or Champions yep. Cup semi finals mm. and the final of the Magnus League or the yep. League. The equivalent they, of they won no trophy. Now, it's been 11 years since they won a trophy. That's right. 
so. And every, they keep saying every year, yeah, we're getting talent, we're getting more and more good quality players in to get more experience, we're going to do this, do that. But they still have, that's a long time for months to go without a trophy. And then as, as, as we kind of find out during the week, I think both, everyone speculates in Paul O'Connell, Ronald Gary, the dream team. Neither of them are, uh, neither of them are going to come to Munster. No. And they mean the future anyway. They will be linked with Munster Rugby, but the timing the timing yeah. Well, O'Gara has made it crystal clear. Yes. He's not leaving La Rochelle. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, and I think he's ambitious. His ambitions are actually t- the international folds will take over. Maybe from Farrell, whenever Farrell finishes, he'll have mm. enough experience. Got, and I think Paul O'Connell is very happy in the Irish setup. Mm. You know, he's 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 in <coughs> for a period and he's out. And he's other interests outside of rugby. And he's, not, yeah. and he's not the main. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's suits so him. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it suits his, his yeah. lifestyle and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he's not the great week in week out. Yeah. The only thing, Pat, though, I, I thought he might have taken the monster job with a stepping stone. Yeah. To the Irish job. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? And, and, may, and maybe it so might still be. It might be still but, the but, plan but, down the road. I don't know. Yeah. But, but listening to Rox when he's talking, you know, he's very analytical in the way he does things. Mm. Yeah, he does. He has the long-term project in mind. Now, whether there's mm. part of the Munster is part of that or not, yeah, that he yeah. needs him home to Munster. Yeah, but uh, definitely not at this point in time. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think he's gone from Munster long enough. I don't think he's enough coaching experience. No, 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 I don't think it. I think he thinks it himself. Yeah, yeah. he needs to gain more wider experience of the game. Plus, yeah. he has a leg in the international camp. So, yeah. if you're saying that his long-term goal was there, you know he's learning there all the time, yeah. and his his input in the international setup is is yeah. there for everyone to see. And Mike Printigas now is doing good work beyond the wrestling in France. He's been in France for the last number of years. He he's he could be involved. But in Ian Costello, Jared doing a fine job at Munster while the rest of them are isolated there. He was the coach there last week. So they won't be short of candidates for the job because this is still a prestigious job, isn't it? It the, is, the yeah. Munster job. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. But the thing I find is, why are they finding it so hard to hang on to what they yeah, have? Yeah, that's the question that's I was going to ask as well with Johnny. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not a big, it's not as settled as it should be, really. As no. well, so, yeah. yeah, there's something amiss, anyway. Right, so, we have Munster looked at, we have Leinster looked at, we've covered, looked at the ladies, the Irish rugby ladies team now have put the cat among the pigeons, I think, with yeah. their um letter to the government and to the Irish rugby union, yeah. you know. Yeah, practically all of them signed it, you know. So, 60 people yeah, the drama yeah. continues yeah. there, yeah. the saga yeah. continues on that, you know. But, like, Pat, when you saw what happened with a uh, couple of the, um, mm. couple into the into provincials there, like tugging out and say, you know, and these, yeah. well, call them what you want, like, like beside. Sliding backwards rather than moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and exactly, Ger. And, and it's ironic that the FAI, and we're always criticising them, they have, they're, they're on the up and up with the women. They have paid mm. them equally wages yeah. as the men now, and they're equal, yeah. they're getting the same, they're getting the same benefits and everything, yeah. and everyone's happy to women's. And Jimber, they were at Loggerheads not mm. so long ago. Well, so maybe the, the, the rugby are seeing this, yeah. and maybe this is what sparked it, because... Yeah. <laughs> I remember one stage they had to the women the yeah, soccer yeah, they yeah, had yeah. to they wore tracksuits getting yes. on a plane yeah, yeah, and yeah. give them back you know mm. so the they've come from the there and now yeah. the rugby side are saying mm. and anyway the world has moved on and, and all you know everyone else has been treated equally and they deserve to be you know what yeah. I mean it's sometimes it does take controversy really to get yeah. sorted out yep. but the other side of it is they need like I'm delighted they stood up for themselves because I mean yep. to take on the likes of the Francis and, and the English the English of this world like you know, you have to be. You have yeah. to be. You have to be at a certain level, like you know. And they're not. Yeah. And it's not their fault. 
you know, they're, they're not being properly looked after. No, no but hopefully this will bring, uh, bring it up to a level, Johnny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose while we're on uh, the rugby uh, field, that's a, a local uh, man, Roger Kostelov, um, Scarif Proud, uh, founder member of Scarif Rugby Club, uh, passed away during the week. And to be remiss, I was not to mark uh, Roger's passing there. And uh, condolences to the Scarif Rugby Club and to Lena and Rory. Colm and uh, Eilish. Um he got a good send off, but he was a founder member of the of this club here in Scarif. And great clubman, Joe. Great clubman. Great clubman. Here, here. Okay, lads. Is that the rugby situation looked at well? Pretty right, good, lads. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we'll we'll pop in boxing into the into the ring. Uh, and I think Kelly Harrington was in action there last weekend, lads. Did anyone uh, pay any heed to her, how she's doing, or is she meeting good fighters, or how is she performing? Go on, Will. You love her. Katie Taylor. <laughs> Katie Taylor. Mm. Yeah. Katie Taylor. Yeah. Oh. I, well, we'll do Kelly later, but Katie first, really, because you, yeah. you have a love Well, affair. I do. I, I, I have a love affair with her. <laughs> Jeez, I hope the wife isn't listening. Uh, <coughs> well, I, you know, when you say a love affair, I would like to be married to her and coming in with a few drinks in here. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> moving no, on. Moving forward. <laughs> So moving on, yeah, I'm a big fan. I I I think the girl is superb. I I think and and I I watched her her last fight again, and you know we were talking about it beforehand, and people were saying that this woman was a journey woman, but she's defended her title twenty times. If there's any male that did that, can you imagine the roaring and shouting about it? And um, people afterwards said she was a journey woman, but. Um, Heron, is it? He was talking before and he was saying he was very worried about this because they didn't know too much about her. You know the way you can analyse somebody and all that. And and I, some people thought because she boxed her so well that she should have knocked her out. That's not always the case. And how, in fairness to the other girl, how she stayed standing in round 10 was just unbelievable. Um, but it was a superb performance from Katie Taylor. Now they're lining up her next opponent and saying this is a knockout specialist, but sure, she's never hid from anybody, so I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to her proving herself once again, and I hope then she just gets out of it and retires the most brilliant person that she really is. Yeah, I think we, I know we have discussed it here before where we think that um, um, she, Katie Taylor has a long-term plan, yeah, that she's not just going for fight to fight, but that she has a longer term plan and probably an exit strategy out of boxing itself. Yeah, would you, would you think that's? I I think so. I I think she's like there's people that have been mediocre in Ireland, but when Katie Taylor retires from boxing, <coughs> like the world is going to be her oyster. I I I think anyway. The thing I find about her, Willie, she doesn't take chances. You know, people are saying you know she should have knocked you one out, as you rightly say. How that girl still standing? In yeah. the 10th round uh, the other night, is above me on me. Because she hit her some. She oh, hit her some bunches. Yeah, yeah. But um, I never mind whether Katie Taylor doesn't knock somebody out or not, as long as she keeps winning her fights and her she's healthy and she looks after herself. Her skills mm. are just yeah. unbelievable. The thing I found, and you said it before we came in here, was yeah. it's the first time now in quite a while that she that looking at her after a fight... She had no bad marks or anything like no, that. No, no, no. She boxed so had, clever. Yeah, she used cute. her jab. She, yeah. she, her feet are unbelievable. Yeah. You know, quick feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Her, yeah. like if you love boxing, you know, of course we all like a knockout and all. But mm. I, I do love boxing, and mm. and I love skilled boxers. Mm. And she's very, very clever. Yeah. She's a great boxer. Yeah. Those are 
slightly critical of her argue she three fights this year the field was ongoing it was mm-hmm. ongoing and I remember uh, Kevin Barry a great tournament club man and a colleague of mine at work was uh, always saying you know eventually they'd have their own place in Tulla and, and, and they got a spot <laughs> in the village okay at the end of the village and, and as you say let's just stay to the art but that's I suppose a 30 year project you know mm-hmm. it started very early and of course the facilities were opened by John Delaney that's right uh, you know, who, who's he you know again Peter well, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't care what uh, what he did or didn't do but he, he was very good for the clubs around the country he gave mm-hmm. money and he came to open pitches he was a great man to do the local bit well, yeah, yep. he was he'd have been a great politician Willie yeah I'd have to say Claire done quite well out of him like you know yeah, as president yeah, of the he, he had two suitcases he had one local one and he had an international one for himself and you're moving on to the League of Ireland even despite the fact it's off season there's been a few changes in managers jobs Uh, Stephen O'Donnell Ger resigned from Pets 48 hours after winning the FA Cup which was a major surprise to us Mm -hmm. He, he's gone off and joined Dundalk, a former yeah, Dundalk player. Yeah, he's a ties with Dundalk, Pet. Yeah, yeah, Pets are looking for compensation, so that's where he's at the moment. He says he left. It's unfortunate he fell out with the chairman uh, over the leave, over he leaving, but he was anxious to join Dundalk. But it's, it's ironic, Hicks, because I mean, they're second, they were second yeah. in the League of Ireland, yeah. the European yeah. football yeah. of yeah. some yeah. sort or other. Dundalk haven't. Yeah. Now, as you said, Joe already like he, he has kind of an allegiance, having played with Dundalk, like you know, but yeah. financially, I don't know how secure Dundalk are, like yeah, yeah, do you mean, know, uh, how, how, how much money have have they, like you know, d- I know they have a new consortium, local consortium, after taking them over and all that, yeah. but but you can't just see. Sorry, you you can't really do that. You can't say you know I left. You know, if he's under contract there, they are entitled to compensation. Mm. You know, I yeah. think anyway. Well, well, of course they are, William. That's business. Like no, but, but he, uh, he's claiming yeah. he wasn't poached. He yeah. resigned first and yeah. then he joined. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it doesn't, uh, from the outside, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like that. That's mm. This is the way he's saying it is. He's oh, we had a fallen out here. But uh, it's obvious he knew he was going somewhere else. You know well, what I mean? He's claiming that when he resigned, the, the, the words were said in that... It came as a shock to Pets, chairman. Yeah. That he was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Pets have uh, no manager. It was Tim Clancy who left Rohada. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, Tim Grand, I think, has to come to Rohada for compensation for him. And uh, the Kevin Doherty's in his new Rohada boss. He was assistant to Clancy. So they're the three managerial changes mm. at the moment. It's amazing, League of Ireland. You're talking of 10 or 15, 20,000. If you're in the Premiership, it's six or seven or eight or ten million. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know how ironic? Yeah. So, you know? despite it being the close season, there's still activity going on there. Yeah. Mm. And obviously, Duff is bringing back the Shelburne lads a lot earlier than the rest of them for the pre season. Get them going, yeah. So, yeah. He, that be, it should be interesting next year, anyway. Yeah. It should be, yeah. You know. And across the water, then, the Premier League, Pat, uh, as we speak, there's a whole raft of games cancelled at yeah. the weekend. There's a danger now, Cole, but your yeah. the outbreak in England will, will put Kai Bosch on the league. There's about five matches off and there's a few off yeah, during the week. Yeah, yeah. Man United have a break there or a match during the week was called off as well. And they're not playing the weekend either. Not the weekend. They'll get a break yeah. and they get to yeah. know manager. Seven, seven fit players. Fact, you, you mentioned the magic words there, Man United, and we have Willie here. Okay, yeah. Willie, look, um, since you, we were on with your last... The great uh, Solskjaer has departed United. Uh, can we have your thoughts on the subject? Well, um, I, I think everybody knows here I've been a big fan and uh, the man 
You wanted I, him to continue. I wanted him to continue. I thought he was doing a great job. I'd heard well, he's from a Liverpool fan. Oh yeah, and you know, but I'm a fair. That's that's well, why Liverpool. Fair, oh god, yeah. I thought he was doing a great job. I thought he should have got a ten-year contract. He has wife and family, and I thought the abuse coming his way. You know, from a Liverpool point of view, we thought he was absolutely marvellous. And I think they should reconsider. I think there should be a campaign to get Ali Solskjaer back there. Oh really? That's grand, lovely. Uh, you take, take your tongue out your cheek now. And what you call um, Don Fee wasn't that impressed with the new Man United manager. He says uh, if, if he's as good as he's saying, why what's he, what's he doing beyond to Moscow when he won one of the big clubs? But talking about Man United, I, I decided to look up because I hadn't did last night. Ronaldo is now on 802 goals. So I decided to look for the breakdown of the goals for him. Yeah. Right. He got five for sport in Lisbon. Obviously, he didn't say mm. that long with him. Oh, no. Sorry, no, if I'm yawning here. He's 100, 131 <laughs> goals for Man United so far. So far. Between two his two, two spells. Six, yeah. mm-hmm. 400, 450 goals for Real Madrid. That's so 101 for Juventus, and he was only there two years. That's yeah. And 115 goals for his international team, Portugal, Portugal, which makes up his 802. Mm. Now, his 801, he was... Yeah. A week ago, he got a soft penalty there to make it 802. <laughs> he scored it himself. Now, he dispatched it well, Johnny. But he's going to fall down here to the penalty. <coughs> well, uh, in, in you know, film. we were talking about the Olympics there, and that's yeah. my favourite sport, the diving. Yeah. And, and you know, the, so if that's in it this year, if he finishes up but he's going back soccer, to he, he could end up mm. as a diver yeah. for Portugal. Mm. I watched the game last Saturday night, and they were absolutely sh- shocking. Yeah, yeah. Now, having said this, look, now as you're fighting for their lives, the bottom of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the life of me, I... I can't understand why Nowers weren't playing like they did. Were United that bad or were Nowers that good? It was a blatant penalty, all right, and he dispatched it. But apart from that, I, I, I watched him all night long. He was absolutely shocking, Ronaldo. He was absolutely mm. shocking. You know? But he still came up with yeah. the decisive He did, he did. Goal, yes, he did. And he was, and man, yeah. I don't know, was your man trying to take the jersey off him or what? I don't know. But because yeah, he yeah, cut yeah, him yeah. around the neck uh, anyway yeah. and put him flying, you know, it was a blatant penalty. Yeah. And, and, and he did finish well. Like. And Ger, to reference back to Willie, the big news from Liverpool is Mo Salah's looking for 470k a week. Mm. Mm. Have you got it, Willie? Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Absolutely. He might buy a phone. I, I this think. This money. I. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that actually, he's looking for 470. I think they should walk out and say to him, here, have 500. Round it off. We, we cannot, we can't let, I think there'll be uproar. You know, there was fellas who went to a Suarez and, you know, it was all about, and Liverpool had money at the time. But yeah. these Americans now have been tight-fisted mm. and I think they'll have to open the purse strings here. I know people are saying then Van Dijk will look for more and this one, yeah. but that's what happens at yeah. bigger clubs and if you're moving on and if you're moving in the direction they're, they're claiming they're but moving on. <coughs> I, I, I'm always getting big money for players, but you've got to give credit where credit is due. Oh, yeah, he delivers the goods every day he goes out. Now, you know. the other side of that you have to say you with know. caution, who, who pulled this 470 out of a hat? Like, it doesn't, you know... Well, I'm a fan of Mo Salas, but he, he didn't give me an old phone call and say, did oh, you hear, yeah, Willie, I'm looking yeah. for 470. Uh, the hidden mm. on the paper, the article I read on it, Ger, was it was a good header, actually. It was a good header. It says, uh, Liverpool have to do more. More. Mm. Yeah. That was the headline. His agent yes. said 470k, or he's, he, he'll consider his options. And he won't be short of options, Ger. Oh, God, he won't. God, no. Yeah, last Sunday, Ger, last weekend, Mark, as well, Raheem Sterling's 100 goals, so he joins a illustrious club. That's right. Harry Kane, Ronaldo. Uh, I thought that was a soft penalty, you know, that one. Yeah, it was soft enough. Mm. Uh, the Leicester's no penalty. Yeah. 
Lesnar scored 100 goals it's a fair achievement and he's not an out and out striker really yeah. it's amazing how City scored 7 goals against Leeds the other night they had no recognised striker out and out striker as in the class of Sergio Aguero yeah. you know speaking of Sergio Aguero Patrick was saying that he's yeah, he's retired. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, heart condition now yeah. and a great striker. One day, Johnny. Uh, Ten years at Man City, Joe. Yeah. 20 yeah. goals on average, see. 20, 30 mm-hmm. goals yeah. every season. And very modest guy, apparently, out of the line right outside of the soccer field. A great it's striker. Who'll ever forget the, mm-hmm. the goal that won the league for City the first year? I'll never forget it anyway. I can tell you that. <laughs> and the famous, <laughs> commentary, the famous commentary that yeah. went with it. Yeah. Do you remember he presented him with the commentary, his yeah. notes and all that? But the thing about it is, um, for a guy that was so fit, looked after himself well. You know, yeah. didn't abuse the body, yeah. and it's like for some for something like this to come against him, like he was a serious, serious footballer, and yeah. a joy to watch. Again, he's a guy that you'd pay to go into watch. You know, whether, no matter what club you supported, yeah. you know, and Jerry, serious footballer. Another notable achievement saw at Man City, the goalie Edison. He's two hundred twelve games played for City, and he's a hundred clean sheets. Mm. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's Johnny. Mm, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, uh, Johnny, as we both played in goal, actually, mm. what's in front of you is going to keep help you keep that record. Yeah, in fairness, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairness, yeah. yeah. But he's a goalkeeper. And Ger, you might have noticed during the week, or you might have noticed that shambles they made of the Champions League draw. Oh, the yeah. Yes, a bit like the Formula One, Peter said. that level, to yeah. I mean, to draw a team, you already played yeah. the group. Yeah. Like, what were they at like? Yeah. Because the algorithm was wrong, so it was no, there was no human involvement. The computer was wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Isn't it said that yeah. grown men yeah. can't admit? I made a mistake. Yeah. I'm yeah. very Put sorry. Put your hand up for Christ's yeah. sake and say that. Okay, and nobody would have minded. Well, yeah. like, Come on, we'll go back and we'll do it again. Yeah. Will you, you'll fancy your chances against Inter Milan, surely. Yeah. Well, we'd fancy our chances against anyone. To yeah. Honest, and but Man United and Liverpool. Sorry. That'll be, that'll be tasty. Yeah, it will. But, but we mm. had got a, what I would term a softer draw if, if things hadn't oh, yeah. been, you know, we probably mm. had got the best draw of the whole lot. But there you are, maybe we're better. Well, the thing about it is, look, yeah. I, I'd love to see an English club win it again this year. That as long as we don't pull another happy days. I mean, we, we got out of jail in this draw. We yeah. might be as... Well, well, might be a play 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 Lily, yeah, but you, yeah, Adil, they, they should be. Yeah, they should they be. Should. In City or Sport in Lisbon. Yeah. 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 But Real Madrid and PSG will be interesting, Ger. Yeah. yeah. Might fancy PSG. I'd have to fancy you too. Definitely. Yeah. You know. Do you know, so, so like, yeah, interesting times ahead. Hopefully, Ger, COVID won't put a, a damper on it. Yeah, because yeah. it's exciting. The league is exciting this year. There's three top teams. Yeah. Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool and City fighting for the title. And then you're scraping for the fourth place, Johnny. Well, it, well, well, well it's an answer on for the fourth place. I was just saying to Willie coming up, it's, yeah. it's beginning to shape. Yeah. This time of the year nearly always tells us where it's going to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll say between now and the new year. But it looks like to me now it's beginning to get like I know they're only four or five points ahead Chelsea, but like drawing with the likes of Everton who are playing very poorly at the minute. Yeah. Uh, at home, that was a bad bad result for Chelsea. I do believe it's. I always said I thought to be a three horse race. I think it's down now to a two horse race. Okay. Unless injury comes in to dig in on Liverpool's side so or City side. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. You just you don't know. Yeah, just see there that you know, not known the rivals Arsenal are, are above tenth position now, where they moved up to four. They, they have, yeah, they've, 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 they've up the top, you know, the top three or four. Or like four their or first five, loss yeah. in the first loss in recent time was the three two loss to United, you know. Side, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're kind of West Ham kind of. I had them kind of back to be fourth. Yeah, they hitting the wobbler now. They are a small bit. Yeah, don't have the squad of players that the big boys have, you know, unfortunately. But they do play good football, though. Play lovely football, you know. Alright guys, so. okay. 
Happy also day of, yeah, so we'll see what plans are. I mean, the few things, uh, the, the, the Christmas season, where all the games are condensed, yep. until, uh, but they'll tell if COVID doesn't get in the way. Yeah. There's, there's there'll be backlog of games to be played. Uh, That's the other side, as long as yeah. it doesn't involve the top three, the top like, you know, three, the, the, right, up to yeah. now they're, they're quite lucky. Yeah. yeah. You know, so United are going to have to find someone to play two games now. Yeah. Mm. And, and Champions League. Yeah. And yeah. sure, also, Chair, we have the January transfer window to mm. look forward to, to see who yeah. comes in who who's out yeah, yeah. you know there who can, is, who there can is actually who can actually afford yeah there is probably buy. some players at United are going to leave by the looks of things yeah uh, Johnny I uh, would in fairness the new boss says like in relation to Prabhupada he don't want to say to United he can go there's no mm. none of this old body coddling around though, but like you did he's been wheeled away but like, uh, sorry isn't it a funny um Situation with Ragnick is that he's uh, yeah, 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 Ralph, uh, yeah. Ragnick, mm. yeah. Uh, that they're saying he's an interim boss until the end of the, the season, season yeah. with a view then to going upstairs. Mm. So then, how do you justify letting him now? I understand he's steady in the ship, but how would you justify he making transfers for you in January? Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I think it's a funny situation. I don't. I. I don't know. If it's he, going to work he, out. He's been quoted as saying, "If he does well, he might recommend himself for the job on a full-time basis." Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <coughs> I don't know. These guys are very funny he'll individuals. He can be. He'll, have to, he'll obviously have to discuss it with um, our friend here, Evan Dorfey. Yeah. Uh, proper advice. Yeah. Evan will direct him anyway. Finish for Or or Les Ferdinand. Yeah. He'll say, "Give him the contract." If he gets over to Rodin, then he'll have to face. Alex. Yeah, or in the, if he's rightly stuck, right key will be there to give him a hand. Oh, yeah, well, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Mm. Okay, guys. Right. All right. Um, we've done <coughs> a lot of the uh, our usual agenda, so I think we will finish up by going back to our uh, GA fields and uh, fields and meeting rooms, I suppose. Really, mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah. yeah. Few weeks. Okay. Uh, first of all, Johnny and Willie, I don't think we met since the Under Twenty One Championship. He came up against a decent banner team, did you? We did indeed, yeah. yeah. Um, started very well. Yeah. Won five to four points up at half time, having played against the stiff freeze. But it's, it's ironic, that pitch above in the banner, the dressing room goals always seems to be the scoring goals. Yeah. Um, got cut for two soccer punch goals late in the game. We got a goal right at the day to draw and took us in the extra time. I suppose, look, the two marquee players in the... And the, and the day was got for us belonging to Smith O'Brien's and me and for, for the banner they were they were classed the two yeah. of them you know there were two men there were two scorers in chief they possibly had maybe six or seven you know they stood out we had probably two or three and that was the difference yeah. you know they just you know look we only got a point in the t- 10 minutes of or sorry in the 20 minutes of extra time yeah. they got six oh, yeah. you know so and yeah. this weekend obviously it's the the finals run this week. Well, the A finals are mm. next Wednesday, Wednesday couple days right. for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. the only one see finals between the banner and the diamond. That's right. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about it is, I don't know if you've had any diamond like, but I do know I refereed a senior's college game below in White Gate on Tuesday. Was it Wednesday? Tuesday. Oh yeah. Uh, it was in his time against Gareth, and they beat his time. They beat Gareth by. Eight or nine points yeah. in a time, and I would look at the probably guys from Innes, uh, from Aine Kilmona. You know, if they had well, you take that out of the equation, yeah. and they'd be a lot weaker. Again, to be a fair outfit, they can curtail me, and like you know, you know, thirteen aside, yeah, where they play him, him. Yeah, the yeah, space yeah, is yeah, there. Yeah, you know, yeah, oh yeah, you know. Oh, so oh, hopefully, Jerry, uh, doing the twenty-one B finals on the weekend, it could be another title come to Slayer. 
we mm. spoke about her, oh, it was a great year for her to East Clare, the Mills, but, uh, but I kept playing top of crochet in, in Cusick Park at one o'clock. And um, the A final didn't sound for Wednesday in Gorty in Omarket. Surprise packet really to be in the A final. Great credit there for, for Norman with a fancy team. No. They beat Clonara, who were fancied against obviously Corofin Ruan, who were very strong at that level again. Um, so, so it's it, on Wednesday night Pesh. Wednesday night yeah. that's because Corofin are playing uh, football Wednesday. at the weekend Sunday. in the Munster Intermediate mm. they're travelling down to play no market from Cork and, and is, uh, is that a final or a semi-final uh, semi-final semi-final and obviously Eroke are going down to play St Finbar's also in Cork their teams are all at home on the first day they're all travelling now and before we leave that Munster club thing I, I happened to be at the Belly Bohan match in the junior Jesus they played Boher Bui from Cork Borbui from Cork at 45 players and Belly Vaughan at 17. Right, they had 17 togged. And Belly Vaughan, to remind listeners, had been beaten in the clear final. Yeah, two finals two in five finals months. And, and yeah, the, one, the, 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 the first score of the game, one point, the score not nil the the game. Yeah. The goal he saved the penalty and the rebound in the second half, and, 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 and they were beaten 215 to one point. Yeah. Well, it, it was, you know, and do you know what happened, Borbui, Ger? Their best forward, he had one six scored. He got injured in the last five minutes and they were after slaughtering Belly Vaughan, they should have taken him off. Yeah, yeah. Now, they're playing a Kerry team next day. I don't know whether they'll win it or not, but look, it was a one-sided competition. I think Belly Vaughan were at home, but look, I don't know whether they were training for it or not, but Jesus, it was, you felt sorry for them. Like, and there, was, there, was, there was more people from talked out for Belly Bui, Bui well, yeah, than there was from Belly Vaughan at the match, to be honest about it. That's how yeah, it was. Yeah, you yeah. know, having said that, Pat, Bellivan has serious, serious injuries. Oh, I know they had, you know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah, but yeah, look, it wouldn't have been any great difference to the score, to be honest. But it's also difficult mm. for the team that's beaten in a final to try and get yourself of course I suppose yeah. we could put it on a pair there, but this, if you look at over the years, the amount of teams that were beaten in a quarter final of the junior football or the junior champion, which would be a first team representing the county in Munster. If you saw how well they're going to load it this year in the junior hurling, they were lucky, Johnny. That Sunday, yeah, eighteen wides tells its own story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know, yeah. took it extra time. We're beaten by three. Yeah, yeah. so you know, it's they'll be happy. You know, they won the one they wanted. The backup intermediate this coming this coming season, yeah. much the same as uh, ourselves below. You know, uh, and we could look forward to maybe a, a clash between O'Gunlow and Bodaik next year. Oh yeah. mother of God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny, we'll, have we'll, be, <laughs> we'll have to bring in. We'll have to bring in an outside referee. <laughs> 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 And Gerald, I Hello. suppose we can't comment on the, you were talking about the off-field activity, the convention was on last week, and there's changes. Some will say their changes were better, I don't know. Jack Chaplin had the shortest reign of chairman, I suppose, in a long time for anyone, one year, mm. and he was beaten by uh, Nave Owens, Kieran Keating, Kieran who was part of this task force thing, right. so he's the new chairman. Michael O'Connor, <coughs> of course, or CMP, PRO is the new vice chairman, and... Uh, Mm. Obviously, mm. Rebecca Sexton is a new treasurer. Michael Gallagher, he's gone. Stepped down. I stepped down, yeah. Sorry, he didn't even stand, yeah. Mm. So, obviously, um, Tony Brohan retained his assistant yeah, secretary's job yeah. and the, they're looking for PRO. So, if there's any PRO, anyone interested in PRO, there's a job there. Well, Big the, job. The hard task to follow Michael O'Connor. Absolutely, Tis, to be and, fair. And before that, you had Sil O'Connor and, 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 and Sean yeah. O'Halloran. Yeah. They were both yeah. excellent as well. Yeah. So, yeah. it's a tough Any job. of those three guys to follow. Yeah, very tough gig there. Yeah, yeah. So, we congratulate here on and mm. Michael yeah and congratulations team yeah 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 in, in in fairness here I spoke to Jack last last Monday night yeah. had a lovely chat with him like you know and he was very down and out you know he figured like you know that he was yeah, at the yeah. end of his up against end of the road yeah. you know yeah. I feel I, for him like he's this honourable bloke you know yeah, I, and yeah absolutely and he's um, you know he's a, he's a, he's a 
Now, Did you see a Johnny, a genuine yeah, no, club, uh, club, club man as well? No, I suppose, but all the new changes that are coming yeah. th- uh, down the road, you know, uh, maybe we needed new bodies in, we'll say, you know, new ideas or whatever. I just don't know, but we, we wait and see, you know. Definitely. I suppose the first thing I would say about the new chairman was I'd have to say that he acted quite quickly in asking the clubs to be back in by tonight in relation to what they wanted to do with the senior, the senior relegation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I, there could very well be a board meeting on Tuesday night. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but could be yeah. to decide what's going to happen. So, you know. so what's your take on it, Les? The, the changes. Do you think it's a good thing or? A um, yeah, well, I suppose uh, my own uh, honest view really is, yeah, I think with uh, the task force plan to be developed, you do need somebody who was integral part of it. I think Ian Keating is, he was, is, yeah. is integral, yeah. and I think uh, I think it's the right call. Um, I think um, from the um, treasurer's point of view, Michael Gallagher, who I had a good working relationship with as I was... Um, a free administrator, he, he was he's blunt and he's straight, yeah, and he has his own ideas. But uh, I think he saw the writing on the wall as well uh, when Rebecca Sexton was going up against him. But he did return a big, a big, a big profit. Oh, he did, yeah, two hundred so something thousand. Yeah, 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 well, I've known him, he's been there, what, four years? Yeah, exactly. uh, he's blunt, as yeah. you rightly say, but he's to the point. Yeah. You know, he doesn't he doesn't pussyfoot around something, you know, he'll say yeah. it as it is or how he but feels. But you know, if you serve four years, mm. you know, four or five years, yeah. I think it's time to move on sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The, other, the other, I mean, the other thing is, Michael Connor, you know, you're talking about people who are uh, lifelong GA people, really, mm-hmm. and Michael Connor, uh, through his work in the college in Galway and his working player, like, he's... He lives, eats and sleeps, uh, GA, so yeah. I've been vice-chairman there. It's a, I think it's a good chairman, vice-chairman set-up, really. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, then. It's, it's That's yeah, what we it's all want, well, it's what we want what's best for, the for our county. Yeah, yeah, they'll be working for the future. I yeah. you, just from the referee's point of view, I mean, I hope Kieran gets on the task of getting a new referee administrator quickly. I, that was another thing. I, I knew I had something else to say. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, that'll be seriously, seriously high on the agenda, the referees themselves, true. even. Because yeah. we, we don't have an administrator, as you know, since Damien stepped down. And interestingly, yeah. General, yeah. I, I was at the convention, obviously, but was there any referee's report? From the about the referees, I'm not sure. I didn't see the booklet. No, yeah. I, I know it. Like. I had a chat uh, two months ago. Mm. Uh, Brian Torpy actually chatted me two months ago. And he was uh, suggesting uh, a motion to con to convention about where referees would be asked to do a fair play uh, grading of uh, a score, isn't it, scores, right? mm. And in fairness, he brought it in and it was passed. Mm. Okay, yeah. So that's something that it's kind of a fair play thing. You know, uh, just to explain, I suppose you're just uh, explain, Willie, just if you don't know, what the basically it's a score of zero to ten, yeah, mm. and it's on the team and on the management, it's yeah. everything. I, I so do understand that in, in yeah. the Premier League, Liverpool nearly win it the whole time. Oh, that's good, because mm. you win nothing else, but but oh, oh, yeah, but I mean, just just as you mentioned, Michael O'Connor, there, I have to, I have to. With the support, what you're saying there in his in his case, he was actually in White Gate last Tuesday at the college's game. Was, yeah. You know, so it'll just just go to say what you're saying, like you know. Absolutely, yeah. And Joe, we get to pass on our congratulations to Tony Kelly in winning his. Uh, a third All-Star for Clare. I think he leaned up as the most decorated All-Star in Clare before he's mm. finished. Yeah. He's Absolutely, Patrick, you're dead right. Mm. Um, proper order, he got an All-Star. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was dominated by Limerick with 12, a new mm. record, everyone's talking mm. about it. 14 for Munster. 
mm-hmm. another record as well. Yeah. First time ever as well. No one from the beat not all finals in fifty years hurling football, mm. no odds there. So there's divided opinion whether that's right or wrong. Yeah. And uh, people are saying Nicky Quaid is probably unlucky not to get the goals. Well, look at us. Very to be fair, there was look, only one vote in it, I believe. Yeah, but the yeah. thing the thing about it is, yeah. you're like you look at Murphy's performance. That's absolutely yeah. unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you know, you mentioned. Uh, and what I would say, Higgs, sorry for interrupting you there because we're nearly up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to say. Murphy didn't have the backs in front of him that Quaid had. No. Yeah, well, that's true. So this, they, at, at this point, I know Quaid got the young player. Yeah, and Keane Lynch, the, the senior, which was odds yeah. on. And yeah. Mullen got the young player of the year, second year football, football. still wait for an odds there. Yeah. And Sherr, as a Dublin supporter, disappointed Dublin only had one odds there, Kieran Kilkenny. I thought they might get one or two more, maybe Callaghan, I don't know. First time since 2012, only one odds there. Kerry got three, yeah. Yeah. they got beat in the semi final on Ireland as well. Like They got three. Mm. Clifford's, two, Cl- Clifford selected. Is Clifford going to get an odds there every year, will he? Yeah. Well, we're going to give Clifford odds there for his stats out there. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the first yeah. brothers to get an odds there since 2011, the Brogans were the last brothers. Yeah. yeah. So good for Clifford, good for I Clifford. suppose, honestly. But yeah, I was disappointed. For, uh, I, I liked the car callers. I thought Patrick Harkin should have gone odds there. He's possibly the most top scorer. The, mm. yeah. the luckiest yeah. hurler yeah. you will yeah. ever yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And when you see the Cork County men uh, retired yeah. and left, right, and centre. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I have no, I haven't said that. Middleton proper poor show against Kilmallock last yeah. night. Yeah. So I just wonder where, yeah. where they're at. Like, you know? Yeah. And Ger, look at he's only the third player to score more than 500 points nice. for his county behind Henry Shefflin and yeah. Joe Kenny. Joe Kenny. And so he he's, up, Jesus, there. he's mm. up there with the greats. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose to be unfair yeah. was not to mention Prunty, the Waterford fullback. Right. He's, right. He had a serious yeah, season, yeah. you know. He, had, for he, he missed the first match against Clare. I know, yeah, but he yeah. Did yeah. Which, say, was, which helped Clare. He did big well. time. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. And then yeah. you could say Stephen Binnish was probably unlucky. He didn't play that well, maybe in the last, his last game, but he yeah. was very good against. Up to that. Up to that, yeah. yeah. And Jer should look at uh, hopefully Clare might get a few more odd stars next year. Hopefully. Uh, just David Tupper realizes he's in line for Sports Star of the Year, I think, at some level as well, because of his achievements. Top scorer. In top scorer, right? So does a campaign on to try and get, get more, more sports. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing we'll never see the likes of him again. Oh, no one will. Jer, a great player, yeah. uh, more, one of the most cultured yeah. kickers yeah. of a ball I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And Jer, his loyalty to Clare is unbelievable uh, at his age. Yeah, Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. And great to see, I'd say, Colin Collins will be staying now, Jer, as well, which is good news. Yeah, I think he'll I still think be ratified, but I think, so he, I think he'll be staying now after like the changes know. and stuff. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. OK, lads, <coughs> we've come to the end of this week's programme. Johnny, Pat and Willie, again, want to thank the three of you for absolutely forensic analysis of sport over the last couple of weeks and over the year, in fact. We've come to the last programme of this year. I think the next programme could be two or three weeks' time, but then we'll have a round-up of the sporting year, really, and you can bring your preferences for who you think are the best achievements of the year, so we think put on our thinking caps all Christmas. And with that, listeners, I just want to wish everyone a very happy Christmas. Stay safe, uh, keep socially distanced, do what you're told, wear the masks, and we'll see you back in the new year. So from us here on Hopping the Ball, we've had great fun, and hopefully we'll have more in the new year. Thanks very much. Slaan